0: Of Ramsey Solutions, it's The Ramsey Show, where we help people build wealth, do work that they love, and create amazing relationships. I'm George Campbell, joined by my good pal, Dr. John Deloney, and we are here to serve you, America. Give us a call at 888-825-5225, and we'll talk about your life and your money. Ashley is going to kick us off in Denver this hour. Ashley, welcome to the show. Thank you. Absolutely. How can we help?
1: Um, This question is mostly about my daughter and we're trying to figure out how to help her. Um, She is 20 years old and she lives in a different state than us. um, Mostly just because it's pretty expensive here. Um, But she's really struggling. Um, We're talking debt up the wazoo and um, we're having some issues with some drugs Mm. as well as, making some poor choices where we have been in jail um for short periods of time and uh, we just don't know what to do we want to help her i mean we she calls me every week to talk but i know giving her money financially is not a
0: smart thing because it won't get used appropriately is she asking for money on these calls
1: she's mentioned it and at this point she stopped asking um because we don't have it to give her we're still working through ramsey's baby steps ourselves and i said honey we just that's we don't have that kind of money and to if you really look at your finances you will find the money it's just about how you budget
0: what is she doing right now (laughs) is she in school is she working
1: um, she was in school for a year, and she dropped out saying it wasn't for her, which is fine. Not everybody needs a four-year college degree. I, I believe that wholeheartedly. Um, but she's working on a farm now, and she loves it.
2: Is she still actively using? Can...
1: Yes. Okay. Um,
2: Unfortunately, and I wish I could give you different news, it, it's... Any sort of life change or behavior change is going to, or relationship change will have to come on the back end of her choosing to not be using anymore. Yeah. And I
1: know what she was using was legal in Colorado, but it's not really legal everywhere, and she just doesn't want to give it up. Okay. And I think it's causing some behaviors.
2: Yeah, well, yeah, of course. Um, and so the, the only way I've seen people this be, uh, people have effective relationships moving forward is that y'all meet somehow in person, whether she comes home to visit you for the holidays or you fly out there, you drive out there and you take her out. And I say this all the time and people kind of roll their eyes. The reason I tell people to take somebody that they love when they have to have a difficult conversation to breakfast is twofold. Number one, it changes the environment. If you have a conversation in your house, the same old house that you got in trouble at when you were a kid or whatever, it just changes the, the dynamic and there's a lot of literature about the psychological shift when you're in a different environment. That's number one. Number two, if you wait till dinner, you get these marathon conversations that don't end till 10 or 11 or 12 at night. If you start at breakfast, the sun is up, it's eight in the morning, it's nine in the morning, it's 10 in the morning, and we can talk for a while and it's still sunshine outside. It still feels like there's some optimism and hope. Okay. But I think you have the conversation and say, me and your dad have decided we can help in this way or that way. That might be she can come live with you while she goes to rehab. She can um stay with she she can keep working on this farm and y'all will support X, Y, or Z if she wants to whatever y'all decide. But it only comes on the back of she goes through some sort of treatment program or goes to meet with a group. And then she gets to hold all of the relational cards. And so the, the way you phrase it is, we don't work well without you being whole and well. And you get to choose whether you want to be whole or well and with us or not. It will break our heart if you choose something else, but you get to do that because you're an adult. And that way she can't say, they kicked me out. They don't love me. They they I did this thing and they drew a line. No, you chose it. And I'm, I'm so heartbroken. We'll be right here when you get back. We love you, love you, love you, love you. That's the only way I've ever seen that be successful. And then you and your husband have to grieve and weep bitterly because one of the people you love more than anything on planet Earth is an adult. And adults have access to poor decisions. And it's heartbreaking to see adults that we love making decisions that we know are destroying their lives.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I know it looks like she may be going back to jail and we've talked about this like she'll lose everything. Yeah. Um, we've talked about going out there and getting a storage unit and helping her pack it up. Just because we're like what do we do? Like we can't not like we don't have control over that part. But talking with her and just saying we will pay for a storage unit for this many months but after that.
0: It sa- sounds like you are I'm more watching you're more stressed about this than she is. What has the conversation been like on her side? Because it doesn't sound like she really wants uh, to change her life at this point.
1: Anytime she's gotten in trouble, she'll call me really upset. Um,
0: what does in trouble I mean? Financially? Gotten pulled with over. the cops?
1: Finan- with the cops, financially. Um, after she got out of jail, she called me and said, I don't know what to do. Like, and... Um
2: and contrary you, to popular belief right? or what your friends might tell you saying the telling her if you're sober come home right now I'll come get you I'll get you a flight you can't bring drugs into my house and you can't come into my house if you're not of sound body and mind but if you're sober come home that's okay. I don't think that's enabling. I think that's love and that's connection. Okay. It's connection with boundaries, connection with accountability. And then she gets to make a choice.
1: Yeah. I know she decided to leave at one point because we said we weren't going to allow the drugs in our house. And I didn't care if they were legal or illegal in this state. Sure. That it wasn't happening.
2: And so she made a hard, difficult choice.
1: She did. And it's, she's, It's not gotten better. It's gotten worse. Yeah. Um, Everything has.
2: Um, And it breaks my heart as a parent, myself, you can't change another adult.
1: No. And it feels
2: powerless,
1: huh? It does feel powerless. and I mean, we've talked about trying to help her get out of debt by saying you can live here for free. Meals are free, obviously, like room and board.
2: This is not a debt issue. A hun. This is not a debt issue. You're trying to find a thing that you can fix for her. But none of this stuff improves until she's sober.
3: Yeah.
1: And right now I don't think she's willing to be. She I've told her that she and she's tried to negotiate different things with us so that she can come home and I'm like And it always just feels wrong. <laughs>
2: And as a parent, she won't understand this because she's on the, on the other side of it, but as a parent, the idea that I'd have to tell my kid, no, you can't come home unless dot, 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 they'll never know how hard
0: that is. I think you're doing the right thing. So sorry you're going through this, Ashley. I it for you. We're going to send you a copy of Dr. John Deloney's Own Your Past, Change Your Future so you can heal and grieve and navigate this wild journey that you're on. So sorry you're going through it.
4: Welcome back to The Ramsey Show. I'm George Campbell, joined by Dr.
0: John Deloney. John, we got a lot going on around here. And one of those things is uh, the pre-sale for my new book, Breaking Free from Broke. Did you see the actual, uh, this is the real one, John. We got it the other day.
2: It feels just Is it right.
0: everything you hoped and dreamed for?
2: With Well, number one, it's got you on the cover. That's really all I care about. That's
0: what America needs right now.
2: Um, usually- we need healing, John. They only put my face on it. So you got your whole B-O-D-Y on here, which is impressive,
0: I'm not going to lie. The further you zoom out from my face, the better it looks. So I, I wanted it as small as uh, it could be on the cover. So I agree. The team did a great job with it. It's uh, Breaking Free from Broke, the ultimate guide to more money and less stress. And this is- my story, 10 years here at Ramsey, 10 years going from broke with 40000 in debt to baby steps millionaire, unpacking all the traps. If you've listened to Borrowed Future or The Fine Print, the podcast that I hosted, it has that kind of investigative feel with tons of research, with tons of humor. And by the end, you're going to have the ick. You're going to want to shower and you're going to want to break free from this toxic matrix that we've all found ourselves in. As you listen to the the calls on the show, you know exactly what I'm talking about. We are stuck in this cycle of debt because we have fallen for a system designed to keep us broke, and I will show you a clear path to break free and uh, have more margin, more options, more joy than ever before, and it's on sale right now for twenty bucks at RamseySolutions.com/store. And we'll throw in hundred bucks in free bonus items like the ebook, audiobook, a free talk on video, an exclusive online event, and so much more. So I uh, appreciate all- everyone who's checked it out so far, John. When does it hits uh, uh, hit the streets? Hits the streets January sixteenth. is the pub date and so pre-order before then and you'll get all of those goodies this is the book i wish i had that you know everything you wish you knew about money this is money 201 301 101 and it's conversational because i don't know how to write so i wrote like a fifth (laughs) grader it's very easy to read and conversational all right let's get to the calls cameron joins us in my hometown boston massachusetts what's going on cameron
5: hey guys thanks for taking my call
0: thank you for having the accent i was hoping you would have going to say that.
5: Oh, God. Um, I just wanted to start off by saying thank you for motivating me. Um, as of now, I'm through baby step one. And Woo. as of yesterday, I have paid off five out of
0: $6,000 of my credit card debt. Way to go, man. Dude. How does it feel? Yeah, yeah it feels
5: great. What, but, credit um, it? Reason- what, ca- what credit card is it? What's
0: uh, that? What What credit card is it?
5: It was uh, Capital One.
0: Oh, man. Are you going to miss it? Yep. Nope, because I cut it up. Amen, man. I'm proud of you. How can we help yeah, today? So, You're gonna have to use cash uh, at your Harvard bars. Does I yeah. do it right? John just offended all people yeah. groups right there. Somehow.
5: Oh, I love that. Love that. Um, so the reason for my call today, guys, is um, I'm 26 and I'm still I'm living at home. I moved back in to help me out with finances and stuff. Um, I still have a good bit of debt. And I have a savings account, which, um, would help me pay off my truck a little bit, but I'm also keeping it around because it's basically like six months of an emergency fund. Um, so basically where I'm at today is I don't, I don't know if I want to sacrifice that to dig into my truck or keep it around for a house because I'm obviously really trying to save up for a house and I don't want to see that money just, just go, but but you're seeing um, that money just
2: go every month You <laughs> when you make a payment on a depreciating asset. I understand. It's Just whether you want it to go today or later, but it's going. Okay.
0: Man, this, yeah, I'm going to give you some hard news, and that is Cameron's plan has not been working, and it will not work in the foreseeable future. If you continue to carry this debt, use this money to buy a house, which then depletes the emergency fund while you still have debt, you got to do things in a certain order with focus intensity, and that's the Ramsey Baby Steps. And it's the same one I followed to get out of $40,000 in debt in 18 months and buy a house the right way with peace. And you're going to get there. It may take, you know, a few years longer than you wanted it to, but right now that money's spoken for because it's got, you know, Ford Motor Company's name on it because you owe on this truck. So how much do you have in savings?
5: So after paying the credit cards off, I have about $10,000 left in my emergency fund. Okay, and six months of expenses is of around eight thousand. So I have the a thousand dollar emergency fund, and then I have that other savings account with ten thousand in it.
0: So you got eleven k to your name, and what's left on your debt? You got a thousand bucks on credit card. What else?
5: Um, I owe thirty two
0: thousand on the truck. Whew! What do you Why? make? Why? How much m- money do you make? Um, this year I'm going to bring home about sixty five. Dude, that is a lot of truck for a guy with your income.
5: It is a lot of truck.
0: What do you need the uh, do you truck, you use that for, truck work? for?
5: So I got into the electrical union, so it was a little bit of an impulse buy. Uh, I'm not going to lie.
2: Can it be an impulse sell like this weekend?
5: <sighs> I, I, I know. It, it, it would be tough to part ways with, but I guess I could sacrifice Are there not that.
0: more trucks out there?
5: There are definitely more trucks out so there. So could
0: you downgrade and truck and, and do it with cash? I, I could. I could. What if, what, what would that truck sell for? If you did, you know, got the most so, you could for it.
5: So the dealer would probably lowball me at like 26, but I could put it up on Facebook and probably get 30.
0: Okay. And you have the money aside. Could you get a cheap truck right now to beat around in and then upgrade later? Yes. This gets you out of debt completely, right? Or do you have more debt?
5: No, that's it. Just the thirty-two on the truck. Bro, you're free.
0: I would be free tomorrow instead of trying to arduously pay this thing off. It's gonna take you a while to pay off thirty two thousand dollars.
2: And it's just gonna continue to be worth less and less and less and less.
0: Which is also gonna delay you from buying a house, which you told us is your dream. Yeah, absolutely. So do you want a house or do you want a sweet truck that's going down in value every day?
2: I really would like a house. And if you meet somebody and she goes outside and sees this truck, you're like, yeah, that's right. This is my truck. And right now you have to take her to your mom's house. Not that cool. So what if you just bit the bullet, sold the truck, you're debt free, worked really hard to get your own place? Mm -hmm. By the age of 30, you're a total, I mean, your life is so transformed you wouldn't even recognize it.
5: Yeah, that would be that would be nice. Um, so if I sell the truck and still, you know, if I only get thirty thousand for it, it w- it's obviously okay to dip into the savings and
0: cover the and difference. Pay yep. the-
2: yeah, you're, you're free, free, man. The that yep. leaves you with eight k,
0: yeah. and you need a you need a car still. So you're going to get something that'll get you around for maybe you know seven k, leaving you with a thousand bucks. But now look at where you're at. You got no debt. You have all your income to your name, and now we can restock this emergency fund up to six months. Then we can start working on that home down payment, and we'll get another thirty, forty, fifty k over time. And when you don't have debt weighing you down, you're going to get there faster.
2: You get to be your own bank, dude. Yeah, that sounds great to me.
0: Are you a good electrician? That wasn't re- rhetorical. Are you a good electrician?
5: Um, no. I'm an apprentice, so <laughs> <laughs> I'm
0: still But someone's Dude, paying you sixty five thousand dollars a year to do this.
5: Yeah, yeah. I'm still uh, I'm still working my way, but I'm getting better and better every day I'm learning.
0: Dude, That's pretty good to be terrible. He admits I'm not good at my job, but I get paid sixty five thousand dollars. Well, hey, when the people thing. ask
2: me, Are you good at the radio? I go, No, no. not great. Not great.
0: <laughs> no, I,
5: I am I am good at my job. I just don't know everything. Obviously every day I learn stuff, so It's good to...
0: That's good. Well, I say that to say this. Nobody's hiring you because of your truck. They're hiring Cameron because they trust him to do the electrical work needed to be done. Absolutely. And so the truck is for Cameron to feel good about himself. And I want you to feel good about yourself aside from a thing that you own.
2: Yeah. Are you dating anybody, Cameron?
5: I am. I've been with my girlfriend for six years and we're mutually um, working hard to, you know, save up for this house.
2: Okay, I want to challenge you, okay? Will you do a 90-day challenge? Sure. You can have a couple days off for Christmas. Here's my 90-day challenge. You get done with your apprentice work and you're exhausted. You high-five your mom. You give your girlfriend a shout. And then you go deliver pizzas in that cold winter. Or you go bartend. Or you go work security. You go do something for 90 days on top of your apprentice job. And in three months, you're going to be so tired, you can't see straight, and you will have completely transformed your financial life in unfathomable, fathomable ways. People underestimate how much they can radically change your
4: life in three months. Go for it. Game on. Go. I'm George Campbell, joined by
0: Dr. John Deloney. This is The Ramsey Show. It's a free call at 888-825-5225. It is that time of the year, folks. In a few weeks, we are going to be doing a special giving edition of The Ramsey Show. And we want to hear stories from you about how you have given generously this season. Maybe you tipped that waitress $100. You bought Thanksgiving dinner for a family who couldn't afford it. Maybe you blessed someone in need by giving them a car or maybe you've been on the receiving end of generosity and had your life changed by it. We want to hear from you. We want to hear your stories. We want to inspire others with it. So here's what you need to do. Go to ramseysolutions.com slash ask and put giving in the subject line. And our team will be reaching out and sourcing some of the best stories and sharing them on the show. We do this every year at Christmas. It's one of our most popular shows. And it's happening on December 18th. I'll be on with our good friend Dave Ramsey and we'll be sharing those stories. So start sending them in today. And let's celebrate living like no one else so you can give like no one else. RamseySolutions.com slash ask. Iris joins us in North Dakota. Iris, welcome to the show.
1: Hi, thank you for taking my call.
0: Absolutely. How can John and I help?
1: Um, Okay, so recently I had searched search on YouTube on how to get out of debt because I'm a little bit deep in. Um, One of the major ones is I owe to the IRS, And, um, I was just wondering if it was smart or not to dip into my 401k to pay for that.
0: Hmm. Do you have any other debt?
1: Yes. Um, credit card, personal loans, and, um, my car.
0: Okay. Well, I'll answer your question and we'll do, that's the short answer. And the answer is no, do not pull from your 401k to pay off the IRS. How much do you owe them?
1: Um... Ten grand, a little bit under ten grand.
0: Okay, and have you been in contact with them? Are you on some kind of payment plan? Where Where does it stand?
1: Um, recently I logged back into my IRS account and I started making payments. Um, As soon as I get like some cash, I would just put it in there and try to pay it off. Um, But I read through some information that that would be like the first one to pay off. Um, correct. Aside of my other debt.
0: Yeah. So you want to make minimum payments on all of your debts, but the IRS debt Mm -hmm. goes to the top of what we call the debt snowball. So we usually say, hey, list all your debts, smallest to largest, attack the little one with a vengeance. Once you knock that one out, move on to the next smallest debt. But IRS debt is different because the IRS can royally screw up your life and they can garnish your wages. And so we put that at the very top of the list. That is your A1 is to get rid of this debt. You do nothing else. You don't save. You don't invest. You don't buy things. You pay off the IRS. So how quickly could you do that if you got really intense and just focused on that?
1: Well, that's been my plan because I recently found you guys, and I did started to do the no bond, the baby steps. Mm-hmm. Um, I, did, I just recently did a baby step number one. Great. And I saved a thousand dollars, and in the meantime, I have been paying little by little because I have two jobs. Like I work nonstop, and um, I get cash tips. So any cash that I get, I deposit it and then pay the IRS. Um, so what's your income? Last year? Um, well, it depends because you know, as a server, it, it varies. Um, but last year, I made seventy
0: thousand. Awesome!
1: I did. Serving, I work in a school, and um, I do like um, rideshare on the weekends too. So, if
0: you went all out, you were working nonstop, all of these jobs. How quickly could you pay off the ten k while making minimum payments and just covering your basic bills—food, shelter, utility, transportation? Could you do this in four months, five months?
1: I, I believe I can. My friends think that I'm going crazy because Good. I've been reading. Like the Ramsey um, books and Rachel Cruz and I've been, I put a lot of stuff on sale and people are questioning my sanity. <laughs> you
5: know, like, you, okay?
2: you know who's I'm insane. Like, yes,
1: I'm fine. I'm just trying to like come up with the money and get out of this hole that I'm in um, before hey. I can, you know, continue with my savings and paying everything off.
2: Hey, Iris, you know, who's crazy. <laughs> You're broke friends
1: oh my god
2: your friends are like, I broke.
1: My friends buy some of my stuff and she's like are you okay like your house like you worked so hard for it i'm like but you don't understand my situation because everything that i have most of it is on credit cards yes and, like dude. i've learned welcome I've to learned the gang iris not
2: okay. or the cult as some call us welcome <laughs> this welcome. is a great you know sign. what you are you're free you're heading straight to freedom
1: Yes, and so that's how praty. I feel. I feel I feel so calm, but at the same time, I just feel like I need to keep going and going and going. Um, So so do not dip into my 401k.
0: Can I give you a great quote that will inspire you, Iris? Yeah, of course. It's the first quote of my new book, Breaking Free from Broke. This is how it opens. It's a C.S. Lewis quote. When the whole world is running toward a cliff, he who is running in the opposite direction appears to have lost his mind. That's you. You're going against the grain. You're going against what culture is doing, against what your broke friends are doing, and it looks like you've lost your mind. But mm-hmm. instead, you are running away from the cliff instead of towards it. So we are so proud of you. You're doing all the right things, but we've got to aggressively get this IRS debt out of, off our back. What's the rest of your debt? What's the total? The total, um,
1: 48663 and that includes my car payment, or my car and a personal loan.
0: What's the car worth, and what do you owe on it? I owe thirteen on
1: it, okay. and um, I think I bought it for twenty-three.
0: Okay. Well, we'll keep the car. I was seeing if that was the the ankle biter we could get rid of, but it's not that much of your world. I would just aggressively pay it off in the debt snowball, and I think you're going to be out of debt. I mean, you got a total of ten k plus the forty-eight. You got fifty-eight k in debt. You make seventy.
3: Uh,
1: that's how much I made last year, and this year I haven't done much of the ride share. But I've been picking it up um, on the weekends because that's when it gets the busiest. What do you want to uh, do? What yeah, do you want to do long term? Um, I'm not sure yet. Um, I had future plans because I had planned on getting my husband here from another country, and I did, but things didn't work out. So that let me that left me in a little bit of debt, and I counted on his. Where um, is he? Like on his income, um, he's here now, but I'm not counting on his support financially, and that's that's one thing that I had in mind. But because uh, he was going to help me pay off, like one like one of the personal debts was that I I took a loan to get him here.
4: You oh.
1: know, he is here, but we're separated now. So now I'm left with that, and. Um, and I just need to get out of this by myself.
0: Sorry to hear that, Iris. That that definitely throws a wrench in your plans. Um, oh,
1: yeah, it's okay. I mean, I've always been alone. So I know I can do this, but I know I've been really financially irresponsible, And honestly, I've never sat down and thought about all the debt that can accumulate within the years and the interest and all the payments. Like whenever I sat down and I wrote all these down in paper, that's when I'm like, Oh my God, where is all my money going?
0: Yeah. Your money's making other people rich. The
1: morning, Yes. That's
0: the best and reality I've check. I had
1: to cancel on like trips and like I was supposed to go on a trip for Christmas and I had to cancel that. And February I had another um, trip to go to Mexico for 15 and I had to cancel that. And I'm just, I just have to say no to a lot of things, but I know that in the future it's, going to be worth it because I'm going to be free and all and all my hard work is
0: going to pay off. Absolutely. That's awesome. We were going to give you some uh, resources, Iris. Number one is Every Dollar Premium, and that's going to help you. You said, hey, I put this on paper. I'm going to help you put it digitally so you can carry it around in the palm of your hand on your phone, and make a plan. And I'm also going to give you a copy of our friend Ken Coleman's book, From Paycheck to Purpose, which is going to help you figure out what that Next step is for your career journey because I think that's what you need. You need something stable that you can dig into for the next 20, 30, 40 years that you love to do, that you get paid well to do as you build wealth. So hey, hang Austin, on. Austin, get, get her the Get
2: Clear assessment too.
0: Boom. We're hooking you up, Iris. Use it. Call us back. Let us know if we can help in any other way, and we'll celebrate your debt free scream when you get there. This is The Ramsey Show. This is The Ramsey Show. Our scripture of the day comes from Proverbs 16, 24. Gracious words are a honeycomb, sweet to the soul and healing to the bones. Mark Twain once said, never argue with stupid people. They will drag you down to their level and then beat you with experience. One of my favorite quotes, John. It reminds me every time I jump into the YouTube comment section, I go, this was a mistake. Should have listened to Twain on that one.
2: i think we'd all be a little better off if we listened to twain
0: agreed in life he was the original tweeter i mean the man just spoke in tweets
2: but it's one of those reminders that like we're not doing anything new we're finding bigger ways to blow holes in the ship and sink it faster but human nature is human nature
0: yeah and that was before he had social media he would have been it would have been a dark time for twain to be around today
2: no way he would he would have beat the cancellation
0: Let's get to the calls. I need some hope, John. Let's see if Cooper can provide that in Olympia, Washington. Cooper, what is going on?
3: Hey, how's it going? I appreciate you taking the call.
0: Absolutely. What's going on with you?
3: Oh, I've just got. A, I've got a, hopefully a simple question you can answer. So I'm 21 years old, and I'm trying to figure out if uh, I'm currently rent, renting out a house. I'm trying to figure out if now's a good time to start looking at purchasing my own home. Or it'd be better to increase my savings and whether I invest the stuff I have now to maybe further my down payment. Um, I'm kind of a little bit lost because I got a new job, and so I'm looking
0: for what's the next step. Okay. Give us a little bit of uh, your financial picture. Do you have any debt?
3: Uh, I'm debt-free. I, uh, I've i got uh, roughly like 25000 in my savings account, and then uh, I've got... Uh, Thirty-one thousand in a CD loan that I'll be pulling out uh, in January.
0: And is that is twenty-five? Is that your emergency fund?
3: Uh, no, that's that's savings. That's everything I've got in the bank.
0: Okay, so do you have a separate emergency fund? I do not have a separate emergency fund. Okay, let's call that your emergency fund. Is that about six months of expenses for you?
3: Um, no, that's. It's twenty five thousand, and I spend roughly, uh, let's see, three grand a month. So, so about a twenty. More, so eighteen thousand. Yeah. Okay,
0: so let's call twenty your emergency fund, and we're not going to touch that. That's not going to be part of this okay. home buying process. So outside of twenty, you have the the other five plus
3: the thirty one. Yep, and then I uh, I have uh, twelve twelve thousand inside of a uh, a Roth a van a, a, a Vanguard Roth IRA um, that I started two years ago, but now that with my new job, I have the option to use a Roth as my deferred comp, and so I've just been putting all my uh, money into that rather than my Vanguard Roth. And I didn't know if that was something that I should pull out and use for that because I'm not sure, so sure certain how much 12 grand over you know a long period of time is going to help out.
0: I mean it would turn into a whole lot if you left it alone. I definitely would not unplug the growth and tap into that. Um, I know there are some people say, hey, you can dip into your Roth and take out the contributions without penalty. Uh, I wouldn't do that in your shoes. You're a young guy. you got plenty of time for compound growth to do its thing. I would use future income and current savings for this home purchase. And you'll get there. What's your income?
3: Uh, Yeah, so it works a little different. Um, So right now, I... I'm making like roughly eighty nine thousand, but uh, I have step pace so over the next five years. I get a pretty significant uh, increase, and by roughly year five, I'm on year one right now. Okay, uh, year five roughly will be probably one fifteen.
0: Awesome. So we're gonna call it ninety for now. How much can you save making ninety with no debt if you just focus on saving up for that down payment? How much could you save in a year?
3: Uh, I'm bringing home roughly about two thousand into my savings each month, so twenty-four thousand. Okay, and that's before overtime. Uh, I could bump that numbers up with overtime for sure.
0: Awesome. So if we take your thirty-six, we add twenty-four over the next year, that brings you to a total of sixty grand. You have for a down payment. Yeah. So what is your home? Well, the parameter that will help you with this to figure out the math on it is. You want to have the mortgage payment be no more than a quarter of your after-tax income on a 15-year fixed. And you can use our mortgage calculator on our website to start crunching the numbers. And what that does, it helps you figure out what kind of home budget should I be looking for and what kind of down payment do I need to accomplish that goal.
3: I see. Okay. Um, And then, you know, as far as over this next, um, you know, the year that I'm going going to be working, saving up for that down payment... You know what? What should I be doing with my money? Because you know, uh, I'm renting right now, and so that that's a little annoying. Just because I know I'm basically burning money, and then I I know that having my money just in a savings account is losing losing valuable or like no Cooper.
2: Cooper, my money right now is in a savings account. Is it? And you know how much sleep I lose? Zero. It's in a high yield yeah. savings account. You know who else is George?
0: Okay. You got to unbelieve this narrative that renting is you're burning money. Renting shows patience. It shows responsibility as you get your financial house in order. Because you know what's really burning money? When you can't afford the mortgage because it's 60% of your take-home pay because you bid off more than you can chew before you're ready. And those are the calls we get on this show.
2: And the air conditioner goes out or the hot water
0: heater goes out or the whatever, whatever. So I will tell you what I did as to how I got a huge down payment saved and how we paid off our house early. We put the money in a high-yield savings account. And I'll tell you, at the time, it was a 2% interest rate on savings accounts, and my wife and I were freaking out. We were like, we are making money hand over fist. With this. And now it's 4 or 5%. And so you can make some decent money just holding money in a savings account. Don't invest it. Don't put it in a CD, locking your money away with penalties if you take it out early. Just put it in a high-yield savings account and be patient and sign the lease for another year as you continue to rent and save up more money. Okay. Ideally, I want you to yeah, put 20% down. I think for a young guy making really good money who's debt-free, you should be able to put 20% down, avoid that PMI, private mortgage insurance, and keep that payment to no more than a quarter of your take-home pay.
2: Hey, Cooper, are you the first guy in your gang to make this kind of money?
3: Uh, Yeah. Yeah, I am.
2: Okay. Uh, what about your family?
3: Um, I would say uh, my parents are they definitely didn't start where I was at. Okay. You know, they're the retirement age now, and so maybe the last two years they were okay getting roughly what I am now. So um, let,
2: let's let's round up and say you're making a hundred grand. There's this perception okay. of uh, with people who don't have a hundred grand that all of their problems would be solved with a hundred grand, and if they had a hundred grand, they could buy any car they wanted, any house they wanted. And what are you doing? You make a hundred grand, you're renting. You're going to drive a used truck, you idiot. You make a hundred grand. If you want to be a millionaire, you got to slow down. And you have to change. You have to not take money advice from broke people or from people who don't know what they're talking about on the internet. If you will rent for 12 months and you will dump all this money after you pay your debts off into a high yield savings account and just be patient. This is just the slow pain of getting in shape. It's every day. You're going to wake up in a year and you will have transformed your entire fam- uh, uh, financial picture. Okay. Could listen to anybody. Yeah. Be slow and boring, dude. Slow and boring.
0: Are you yeah, investing right now yeah. as well?
3: Yeah. So. Um,
0: How much? What so percentage?
3: Initially, so initially, I was. So I started wor- working in high school and I was. That's when I was putting all my money into that Vanguard uh, Roth. And then, uh, you know, from high school to essentially this last February where I got this new job, I just basically been, you know, working 80 hours a week trying to boost my savings account as much as I can. And so I was putting all my money into that uh, Vanguard Roth. But now that I've got my new job, I'm just putting in $700 uh, into my 457B.
0: Okay. I say that because it could, if you're really jonesing to get a house... You can pause investing for a short time so that you have an extra seven hundred bucks to put towards the savings goal.
3: Yeah,
0: if that's going to be a different period of time, how, I'm talking a year or two. How
3: how long is that? Yeah, a no year.
0: longer than a year or two. If it's going to be longer than two years okay. to get this house, I would continue investing, and you can split the difference. Maybe you do two hundred bucks or three hundred bucks. But if you're really jonesing for a house, which I would caution to have patience and do it when you're ready. Um, That's an option to speed this process up because you're already working your tail off, man. You're crushing it. I'm proud of you. You're doing the right things. Just don't get distracted and be the tortoise, not the hare. That puts this hour of The Ramsey Show in the books. My thanks to Dr. John Deloney, all the folks in the booth keeping the lights on and the audio going, and you, America. Thanks for listening. We'll be back before you know it.